Welcome to Now on Netflix, your guide to what is coming out that everyone will be talking about this week. On today's show, Avatar The Last Airbender. This has been literal years in the works to get it right. It's finally coming out. We're also going to talk about a very steamy Tyler Perry movie and cars that go super fast. I'm Jessica Shaw from Sirius XM. My partner in crime, Henry, is out this week, but in his seat is the wonderful Tadoom.com writer, Ari Romero. Hello, Ari. Hi, thank you for having me. Thank you for being here. Should we start with some news because there is a lot of it over on todoom.com. I'm frankly impressed that you could break away. For you, anything. Well, let's start with the sneak peek to Bridgerton season three. What do we know? I was at the Valentine's Day, February 14th event in London where they unveiled the footage. Everybody was there. Shonda Rhimes was there. So it was a really, really exciting, exciting day in London. And I was lucky to be there. We need to hear more. You can't just drop I was in London on Valentine's Day for the footage of Bridgerton (laughs) and leave it at that. We threw a great event. It was influencers, thought leaders, the entire cast, Shonda Rhimes, New showrunner Jess Brownell. They unveiled photos. They unveiled videos. They did a great Q&A and then also was available online so that fans the globe over could enjoy it with everyone else. You want me to tell you a little bit about the footage, about the photos? Yes, all of it. This is some of the first footage we've seen, and it unveils the moment that Penelope Featherington, who is our new heroine for the season, and Colin Bridgerton, who is our new very sexy leading man, finally talk after they had some drama in season two. Honestly, go watch it on todoom.com, but this is a hotly awaited conversation. The people want this. They've been wondering how it's going to go. You can finally find out. Penelope is one of my favorite characters. Is Penelope a major fan favorite on the show? Of course she is. I mean, I can't spoil it. I I assume the people know, but she's an important figure in the Bridgerton world. Wink, wink. And also, I think she's just like a really lovely, relatable person. Something that I talked about with Nicola. I got to do a fun little chat with her that fans, again, come to todoom.com. Eventually, you will know. But she has really been saying this season is for the wallflowers and Penelope's for the wallflowers. So if you've ever felt overlooked, if you've ever felt like you weren't in the center of the ballroom, she's here to help you step into the spotlight. Maybe that's why I root for her so much, because of everyone, I want Penelope to have the happy story. I also want that. And I love Colin. I'm not going to lie. I used to be number one Colin Bridgerton hater. I'm on record, but... As someone who's really been digging deep into season three and is so excited about it, I'm all in on this guy. He's wonderful. What turned you around on Colin? I think he's grown up a lot. He is so handsome. The Bridgerton male lead glow up gorgeousness is like an infamous thing. And I think he's really leaned in. And also Luke Newton, who plays Colin, is a wonderful guy, a great interview and a really thoughtful actor. So kind of the whole package of what Colin is right now is so exciting to me. I absolutely cannot wait. And what is the date of that premiere? My friends, it is May 16th. That is when part one drops. And then part two is June 13th. Okay, we also have to talk about a trailer that I've now watched about 43 times, which would be for Irish Wish, Lindsay Lohan's new rom-com. I didn't know that I needed this rom-com that involves Lindsay Lohan, magical realism, and some of the most gorgeous locations in Ireland I've ever seen in my life. Turns out I did. I'm so excited. I love a Lindsay Lohan rom-com. I am a big Falling for Christmas fan. My Instagram bio, it has a line from the movie, which is VP of Atmosphere. So the fact that she's coming back with a new holiday, which is St. Patrick's Day, doesn't get enough rom-coms. So let's add to the canon. 
and premieres, I believe, on the Ides of March, on March 15th. Let's go. I feel like tourism to Ireland is going to spike by 10 billion percent as soon as this movie comes out. Girls 5 Eva, A-plus pairing, <laughs> season three, coming in March, March 14th to be specific. Loving that one-two punch of Girls 5 Eva into Lindsay Lohan. That's two days in a row. Just block out those days with your calendar right now. Forget Galentine's Day. This is the time to have a sleepover. This is the time to get your friends over and really enjoy girl time. Yes, 1000% it's going to be a six episode yes. season three and seasons one and two will also be available. What do we know about this season three? The girls, Five Eva, the girl group is on the road. They are trying to gain success. They're always trying to gain success. Will hijinks ensue? Yes. But will their friendship and their talent also be impossible to deny? Yes. Ari, I don't know if you grew up reading forever, like secretly under the blanket with a flashlight and particularly focused on chapter nine. Yes, I still remember which chapter it is, <laughs> but Mara Brock Akil, one of the great producers, yes. is kind of reimagining Judy Bloom's Forever for Netflix. This novel came out in 1975. It's basically about a teenage romance, but tell me about how she is reimagining this. It is now starring two black young people. We follow them through their lives and their friendships. We just announced the cast, and I'm so excited about this because I'm such a YA fan. So go to todoom.com, get all the deets, but like, let's love this forever. Oh, yes. And by the way, Regina King is going to direct the first episode. And I'm very excited. The cast is Lovey Simone and Michael Cooper Jr. They have been cast as the leads. And I cannot wait. Lovey Simone plays Keisha Clark, who's this kind of fiery, super smart rock star, track star. And then Michael Cooper Jr. plays this sort of like nerd at heart, but in an athlete's body. And I just cannot wait to see this adaptation. I love the... Judy Blumessance that has been going on for several years now. And I'm just thrilled that this book is being adapted and that it's being adapted by Mara Brock Akil, who I think is one of my favorite people working behind the scenes in pop culture. And I'm just so excited to see what she does with this story. I cannot think of a better pairing than this. Yeah, absolutely cannot wait. You can read more over on todoom.com. Okay, Aria, I want to talk about one of the most anticipated shows of the year, Avatar The Last Airbender. It's about a young boy known as the Avatar who has to kind of master these four powers and these four kingdoms. All eight episodes are out today. This show has quite the cult following. It really does. I first became familiar with this series through one of my kids who was obsessed with it. And the cults around this series is strong. And you have been covering this show. Why don't you explain it to people who are going in cold? This is exciting because I don't know if I've had to do this ever. So let's see if I can do it. I believe I can. <laughs> so in the world of Avatar, there are four nations, tribes, kingdoms, whatever you want to call them. There's the Air Nomads, the Fire Nation, the Earth Kingdom, and the Water Tribes. 
And in the best version of this world, they live in harmony. Some of the people in each of these nations, they can do something called bending, which means they can kind of bend or manipulate the element that corresponds to wherever they're from. So like an earthbender can bend earth. An airbender can bend air. Does that make sense? Yes, it makes sense. And it double makes sense when you actually see it because it is visually stunning. And I'm guessing that's one of the reasons why this has been in the works for so long. The way that this team has ensured that all of the bending looks so realistic and so beautiful, it's impossible to deny it. I love the water bending. I just think it does look magical. We don't use magic in this world, but to me, just in terms of how beautiful it is, I'm like, that's incredible. I agree with you. The water is breathtakingly beautiful. How often when you are talking about this series, do people say, oh, Is that the blue people from James Cameron? (laughs) No blue people here unless we're counting Aang's blue arrow tattoo. Because Aang is the avatar. And in this world, there's one person who's kind of like the messiah figure whose job it is to like hold everybody together. And they are the avatar and they can master all four elements. Aang, our hero, many, many decades, a century prior to the main events of the series, disappeared. And for reasons I don't want to spoil, he comes back and it's his job to try to put the world back together after a very laboring, horrible, terrible war that has been raging since he was gone. He joins two people from the wonderful water tribe, Sokka and Katara, and they go on a journey with some really cute creatures to try to save the world and stop the Fire Nation, who are the big bads. Yeah. And just to be clear, there is an air bison. There is. And it's so cute. Did you know it's based off of like a manatee? It is a major part of transportation, frankly, in the world. Yep, yep. Let's go. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Since you've seen the episodes now, is there a character that you think is really going to pop? For me, I loved Katara. She was someone who I love her story. I love her backstory. I love the way she connects with people. I love her powers. She was my person. Are you finding that people are latching on to specific people in this series? I have three guesses, depending on where you fall personality-wise. I love like a sweetie. Like, I just want all the girls in the world to be happy. I'm for the girlies. So like, I love Katara. She's my baby girl. I just want her to lie down in like a soft bed. If you like Heartstopper, I think you're going to love Katara. You're going to be like, oh, why can't she go hang out with the Heartstopper cutes and just be like taken care of forever? But I think if you love a bad boy, I think maybe if you're like a shadow and bone person, you're going to connect with Zuko. You're going to be like this tortured, quote unquote, bad boy with a heart of gold who can make flames with his hands. I think you might love him. He's the prince of the Fire Nation. I think fans of the original series that this is inspired by will really be excited about Dallas Liu, who plays him. And then I don't know if you love chaos. I can't think of a show, but if you're like, I love a villain, like a true villain. Azula. Princess Azula, Zuko's sister. I really love Azula. So like, I love Katara, but I also love Azula. (laughs) I'm complicated. I have Gemini in my chart. And speaking of figuring out who you're aligned with. Yes. You know, I went to Tudum.com and did the Master Your Element quiz because you can find out essentially which kingdom you belong in. And it's a super fun quiz. I was in Earth Kingdom, found out a lot of things about myself. I've taken it a couple times. And every time I either get air or earth, which as someone who identifies as a Leo and has a lot of fire in her chart, I was shocked. 
But I love Air Nomads as an idea because they're supposed to be like creative and welcoming. And I see myself as a creative, welcoming woman. I love that you and I, in sometimes you go to the Earth place. Yes. I am a Capricorn. So I was like, yes, I am Earth. Yes, Doom.com quiz. You figured me out in what, eight questions or less. And it's such a fun quiz. You get to basically go on a journey through the Avatar world and you meet up with different things from the series. I don't want to spoil it for people and tell you which things, but the way that you interact in the Avatar world is how you find out what you are. Yeah, it's really fun. Ari, do you have any inside details on how many seasons this show is going to be or anything about the future? Unfortunately, you know, Fire Lord Ozai's Grand Sage hasn't told me yet, but I will be keeping my ear to the ground like an earthbender for the answers. So check out Tadoom.com. Avatar The Last Airbender is out today. Also out this week is Mea Culpa, which is from the Tyler Perry universe. And Kelly Rowland plays a criminal defense attorney who has to choose between family, professional duty, and basically the hottest artist in town who's played by Trevante Rhodes. I'm jealous. I'd like that kind of problem. It is steamy. I have not watched it yet. I'm going to watch it this weekend, but I have seen all of the promos. I saw Kelly Rowland doing a very spicy interview on the Netflix Instagram, I believe. So I can't wait. I love spice. And by the way, love that Beyonce showed up on the red carpet. If ever there were a better nod to you need to watch this movie, uh, those of us who will do anything that she says were really on board. I really think Netflix needs like a sticker or a stamp or something that just says, Beyonce approved, maybe some sparkles for mea culpa. First of all, I love wordplay. So the fact that the film is called Mea Culpa and Kelly's character's name is Mia, but it's spelled Mea, I was like, yes. I love when a name is incorporated into a title. I also have to say, I need you to just be able to tune everything out during a very specific scene involving these two people who are both just frankly like drop dead stunning, like stunning. And there is a scene that involves paint it kind of becomes instant canon of lovemaking scenes Trevante's character is an artist and he has no problem showing off his his personal art <laughs> his personal art exactly exactly and if you are a fan of looking at art you will enjoy this also if you like really bad mothers-in-law because oh. that's another plot point to this film and if you can combine erotic scenes involving paint and a kind of thriller at times about a really bad mother-in-law that's money that is money in five words or less why should i watch it this weekend you already know i am gold paint Gold paint gold. Perfect. Also out tomorrow, Formula One Drive to Survive. Zoom, zoom. Seriously, <laughs> season six is coming out. And it basically follows the action of last year's 23 high speed races. People are obsessed with this series and really like pour over every single second. Are you one of those people? I want to be because I'm into hunks. I feel like every time I come on this podcast, I talk about how much I love hunks. And I know 
know Formula One is a hunk fest. Mm -hmm. So I think if my friends were like, time to look at the hunks, I would watch. As soon as you watch one season, all of a sudden you become an expert and you're like, no, you need to do this. And why did he make that turn? So you get really into it, but you don't need to go into it with knowledge. I can't even drive a car. So maybe this would really inspire me. And if you can't drive a car, people of the world, maybe this would inspire you. Just to recap, Avatar The Last Airbender is out today, all eight episodes. Mea Culpa is out tomorrow, and Formula One Drive to Survive Season 6 is out tomorrow. Next week, we are going to be previewing Spaceman. Ari Romero, what a joy to get to see you and get to read all of your amazing coverage on todoom.com. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for having me, Jessica. I had such a great time. We will be back next week. 